0: Welcome to the Veteran Founder Podcast on the Startup Radio Network. Starting a company allows you to be back in control. The weekly show that brings together military spouse and veteran founders who are doing remarkable things in the business world.
1: I can't imagine there's anything out there stronger than the bond that military and veteran entrepreneurs have.
0: We'll hear their story, the story of their business, and lessons learned. Joy can override the worries and depression. Here are your hosts, Carmen Nazario and Josh Carter.
2: Hello, everyone. This is Carmen Nazario. Josh is out today. Um, I have the pleasure today of interviewing Eric and Rebecca Caceres. They are both uh, business owners of GreenLedgerCPA.com. Welcome to the show, Eric and Rebecca.
0: Thanks, Carmen. It's great being here.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having us.
2: Yes, and we, today we want to hear your story. Um, it appears like you have two businesses, but uh, typically I like to start, uh, Eric, you were the one that was in the military. Um, I want you to start t- telling me about uh, where you're from and what led you into the military and the branch you were in. I think you were Marines, right? Oh, I was Army. Army. Oh, great. I was Army as well.
0: Awesome. Yeah, uh, I grew up, um, I, I guess, very similar to the way a military uh, brat would grow up. Uh, my dad, he was in the Air Force, but uh, after his time in the Air Force, he, he worked in corporate America and uh, was traveling a lot. And so uh, my childhood was, uh, was a lot of traveling. I lived in different, many different states. I lived in different countries. Um, and so I, I was kind of used to that lifestyle. And it wasn't until I was in college it, where I met Rebecca, um, where I started to feel like I should join the military. We we both attended a year-long uh, su- survival and disaster relief training program, and it was headed up by, uh, by two individuals. One was a, a survivalist, and the other was a, uh, a Green Beret uh, Army Special Forces Green Beret out of third group. And... So that was pretty motivating for me, and towards the end of that, i that's when I made my decision. You know, there's uh, there's a lot of people in the area who like to say they support the military and the troops, but I didn't see a lot of people actually doing it. So um, I made that a little bit of, of my purpose, to join and, and be someone that actually takes action instead of just uses their words.
2: And what year was that, Eric?
0: Yeah, that was in 2007, and... Uh, yep, went right into the Army. Uh, I went to, out of as an infantryman, so right out of boot camp, I went to the 82nd Airborne Division where I deployed immediately to Iraq for 13 months. Hmm. And so, uh, you know, after that deployment, I decided I wanted to do the uh, the, um, the Special Forces thing, similar to my previous instructor. So I went to selection, uh, I got picked up, I did the, the qualification course, which is almost a two-year program, and then... I went to uh, 7th Special Forces Group out of Florida. So I spent the rest of my career there, um, you know, doing uh, deployments to Afghanistan and the Americas, and uh, I was a combat diver, JTAC, technical surveillance guy on the team, and and, and the communications guy, and, and so many other uh, specialties. It was really a fun and a great experience.
2: Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. I didn't know about that group. Um, so... In, so primarily, were you in like for three years only, or were you in longer?
0: No, I was in for 10.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, what did you do after you got out of the military?
0: Yeah, and I'd like to preface it a little bit. Um, during my time in the military, Rebecca, uh, she got her bachelor's and master's in accounting. She attained her CPA license and was working for a large public accounting firm and about a couple years before i exited the military i uh, started working with my father on a web design company so uh, when i got out um i immediately walked into running a web design company full time and so that took place we actually left florida moved to uh, san diego in southern california and that's where we that's where i started my web design company and where kind of the beginning of green ledger cpa started
2: so it was just right um, Right away you went into business. Now, was Rebecca, were you doing that already? Um, were you already practicing uh, as a CPA when he got out then?
1: No, uh, I was uh, working with a large firm. We knew that we were going to move from Florida to California, so I waited to get my license because it's a state thing. So there was just a lot of... Uh, you know logistics and red tape so i waited till i got to california to get the license uh but we weren't i wasn't a business owner yet and i'd worked i've been in accounting since since 2012 uh but worked in books bookkeeping since i was 16 so a lot of uh you know experience and and everything in, in that regard
2: yeah, this it sounds like it was uh, in your blood. Yeah, and that's great, you know, to have, um, you know, work for other companies, uh, especially in in accounting before you start your own firm. So, um, so you were doing the web design company as well, or was with your father Eric, and concurrently with that, you started the uh, Green Ledger CPA business.
0: Yeah. So, you know, what, you know, like any, any other relationship or, you know, a close partnership when you're working with somebody day to day, you know, you talk a lot and, and I'm, I'm more of your, you would say entrepreneurial uh, type person. And so during our communication uh, a lot of the communication was Rebecca describing, you know, what's going on, how they're servicing clients, the you know, the kind of the ins and outs of things. And, and to me, it just seemed very obvious. It was well, well. why don't you take these issues and address them? Go out and, and start doing your own thing to address these issues that 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 you see and that that you see as being a valuable, um, you know, resource to to those types of clients. And so late in late 2016, she started doing that. She started going out and going out on her own. Uh, she started gathering clients, and it got to a point where it was actually what she saw as. Uh, something that was missing from the industry and what she was providing filling that gap was actually something people wanted and so the company started to started to turn into a real business as opposed to just freelancing and that's when I stepped in
2: and What was that gap that you talked uh, you, you know, that she, Rebecca that you saw in the industry?
1: So there's two fundamental issues uh, with the CPA firms. Traditional CPA firms are built around taxes audits, taxes auditing and accounting uh, with taxes and auditing being the biggest uh, service offerings to enterprise level companies. But small businesses, they don't get a lot of time with actual CPAs. They tend to talk to Uh, you know lower staff members with uh, you know just coming out of college with very little experience and then these staff members aren't well versed in both taxes and accounting for small businesses as well as the fact that they are also doing individual uh, services so there's uh, the small business owner doesn't get the advice the consultations the proactive uh, help throughout the year what usually ends up happening is they'll go to their CPA at the end of the year for tax time. They'll give them their set of books, which are usually a mess and the CPA will fix only for the tax return. They won't really help them get correct books or help them in the accounting side. And then the CPA usually says, well, if you had come to us six months earlier, we could have helped you, but now it's too late for tax time. So there's not a whole lot of communication throughout the year with their valued uh, advisor or at least what they think they're getting. On the flip side of that, because there's not a ton of training for the college graduate when it comes to accounting, because they they operate a lot like like attorneys do, where it's dog-eat-dog inside the Mm -hmm. element of the Mm -hmm. accounting firm. So, you know, why would I train Jane Doe when Jane Doe could potentially take my place? I don't want to have, you know, so there's not a lot of encouragement and communication internally or externally, which gives, you know, not good quality service to the business owner. It feeds uh, a lot of negativity and poison internally within the employees and the staff members. And then you don't give, you know, what you really want to get out of that, which is a quality product or service offering. So that that was my biggest pain point is, you know, my experience, my actually uh, what I did a lot in the, the CPA firms was I did accounting for small businesses. That was my biggest thing, accounting and taxation, how to help them, how to advise them, how to get them to a profitable standpoint. Uh, so, you know, that's where I was. I was at. So that was my my complaints to Eric, you know, a pillow talk like, hey, this is so frustrating. I can't believe I can't talk to my business owners whenever I want Because it's not billable hours, you know, you're you're dealing with a CPA firm where all they care about is can you bill your time to the client and bill that client and invoice it out. And if it's a no, then you can't really talk to them.
2: Yeah, yeah. uh, Wow, that is uh, really a niche. You really got on to something that's really needed uh, because um, I've experienced that myself. I have a good CPA now, though, Uh, but yeah, that's great. And so, um, you know, I'm going to pause real quick and and do a quick ad, and then we'll jump back in to continue to hear your story, okay? Today... uh, CPA Dudes is sponsoring our show. CPA Dudes, where accounting is never boring, their price is not based on time. Instead, customers decide what to pay. They don't charge you for sending invoices, phone calls, emails, texts, or meetings. They just get the job done. Find them at cpadudes.com. slash startup radio. We're continuing today talking to Eric and Rebecca Casares. They're the owners of Green Ledger CPA. So we were talking about uh, what what inspired you to um, go into business, like you saw this niche where, uh, customers really didn't have a chance to have quality time with a real CPA and and only um, it, it appears that that they there was a niche where they could really get uh, value if they had someone that could assist them with planning and 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 get on top of uh, even taxes way ahead of the game right not wait till the last minute when they walk in with a shoebox of of receipts and so does so did that business dovetail into your pro advisor CPA.com? because you have uh, that as well as a business is that correct
1: that that's correct. It kind of ProAdvisor CPA is really a business to service individuals in a similar manner. Uh, we've got a separate team that only works with individuals, and their goal is to help mitigate, manage, and minimize the tax burden of high worth individuals or individuals that uh, aren't business owners but may have some complicated tax. Uh, transition periods so that that's the goal of that because we were approached by so many individuals we love what you're doing with Green ledger CPA please you know do our taxes help advise us and green ledger CPA only works with businesses so we've set up a different operations different company with different staff to deal with uh, that problem as well
2: okay I see so so then, Greenledgercpa.com is is more oriented for folks who have a business, whereas ProAdvisor CPA, you don't necessarily have to have a business. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, and so um, so it sounds like when you launch your business, you already had some customers, right?
1: Yes, when when I launched, I actually started off as uh, North Carolina, or I'm sorry, North County San Diego tax professionals, and it was just myself bringing on some clients. I had some traction. My focus was still on businesses and taxation and accounting and bookkeeping. Uh, but when Eric brought in, he or came into the business, he really brought a vision to. Be uh, bigger and provide a, you know, the best
2: offering that we can. So we rebranded as Greenlight with CPA. Okay. Well, so, Eric, do you have any accounting background? I do not. <laughs> okay. So, so Rebecca, so you're the visionary, and and then Rebecca is the hands-on person in terms of the expertise in in accounting. So, how did that go when you? started your business, because um, were, were you able, you know, I know that during tax season pretty much you can stay busy all the time, but once tax season is over, um, it, it's a little lax, and so how did that go, you know, initially for you? Did you have any challenges? Because uh, during that point, you may have not had as many customers.
0: So that's actually a good point you brought up, and that's the the, the the style of thinking that we wanted to address with Green Ledger CPA is, you know, I, I hired a firm, they're going to be busy during tax season, I can't talk to my CPA until tax season's over. So depending on when that happened, that could be three months away, which is very aggravating for anyone that runs a business. And so to answer, sort of, sort of to caveat and to answer your, your question at the same time, we don't have busy tax seasons, and we've, develop the, our service offerings and we work with our clients in a way where um, we have a, a similar amount of workload throughout the year. And, and that's uh, for two reasons. A it's a better way to run a business. Uh, B it's a better way to service our clients. And C it makes life a heck of a lot better for the people that work with us internally in our team. And so one thing that the uh, one of the reasons why a lot of firms in our industry have very high turnovers is A because uh, and to kind of answer your other question, I'm not an accountant, and I feel a downfall of most professional services is you have two accountants running a business, or two attorneys running a business, or two professionals running a business who don't have experience in running a business. They have experience in doing exactly. their, their
2: technical yes, job. Yes, yes, that's an excellent point. Um, wow, so you guys can really balance off each other. Um, and so, uh, so you have these customers that you service during the entire year on a regular basis, but do you have to augment, maybe bring in a few people during tax season, to to help them out? Or in in this case, uh, in the Green Ledger or CPA.com, it's just for business owners, so you wouldn't be taking on any anybody off the streets who says, "Hey, I need my taxes done."
1: Exactly, that's exactly right. So we um, you know we're we're pretty strict with who we uh, bring in as clients. You know they, they they have to be business owners and they have to be businesses, but they also, you know, we're not going to take a business whose only job or whose main purpose is to have zero taxes due at the end of the year. They're not really trying to grow and scale a company. They're trying to have you know just a small you know job on the side or you know uh, business on the side and that's what they do for a living. You know, Our goal is to service true businesses that are trying to grow and scale, have employees, multiple locations, different product offerings, so that we can help advise them and grow with them as they grow. So you know, th- we don't just take anyone off the street. We definitely don't take individuals off the street if they're not business owners. So we do provide business t- or individual taxation for our business owners, but because we only work with businesses, during tax season, we don't have the the huge amount of numbers to run for taxes, you know, tax returns itself, that we can still stay consistent throughout the year. So we don't have to hire and bring on, you know, employees or independent contractors during tax season, just to deal with the influx of of tax returns. And
0: that's another thought process that we wanted to um, uh, uh, address is the thought process that you only need a tax person for tax season. And so, one benefit that our clients have is that there's not only you know finance and accounting and bookkeeping professionals or payroll whoever working with them throughout the year but there's tax professionals on our team who work with them throughout the year and so when you know they what we what they want and what we want to give them is proactive guidance the proactive guidance is we're going to give you your tax projections we're going to work with you when we see your numbers spike we're going to have a phone call that says hey your numbers are spiking but we need to talk about how this is going to affect your taxes at the end of the year
2: Oh, that's you know, and- that is so wonderful. I'm a business owner, so I'm on board with what you're doing. <laughs> um, I I remember one time after tax season, my CPA, he's great, and but there's only a staff of two people, but they take off right after tax season for a few mm-hmm. weeks, their burnout. And and then if I have a question, I can't get a hold of them. I have to wait till they're back. But yeah, yeah so this that's a real niche. And it almost, uh, I'd be curious to find out how you select your customers or it seems like you're not going to take on business for the sake of taking on business. You just, you, you mentioned you're selective about, who are you going to bring on? How do you do that?
0: And that's, that's a, a, it's a technique that you'll find in a lot of businesses um, outside of professional services. So, you know, like my background, in web design and marketing, that is a technique that you have a sales pipeline and you have a, a, a funnel that these prospective uh, clients can come through. And then as you're going through each stage of the process, they usually will weed themselves out. And so we've developed our own uh, process where when we're bringing on clients through the, you know, when they first uh, hear about us or identify that they have this issue or or it's something that they feel like they want, and as those conversations start happening, um, if they're not a right fit, they will weed themselves out. It it will be very, very easy to to say maybe we're not a good fit for each other. You know, maybe you should try these different Mm -hmm. avenues. However, the ones who are a good fit usually they will finish that sales process and they'll get towards the end. So we've done a really good job of making it to where anyone that ends up towards the end of our sales process is going
1: to be a good fit. Yeah. And it's it's pretty easy to tell early on too, because we're, we're very clear and it, it's, you know, it's taken us a little bit of time to get to the point where we're, we have an extremely clear mission of who we are, what we're doing and what we're trying to solve as we've discussed earlier. So when we explain that to a potential client, they're either going to be like, wow, that is exactly what I need. Or they're going to say to me, what's the cheapest you can go and how do I lower my taxes to zero? And if that's the conversation we're, Usually, but not always, usually not the right fit for them because, again, they're not necessarily taking their business seriously. They're really just looking for someone for cheap services to provide them a $0 tax return at the end of the year. And right. that's just not what we
2: do. Right. And and really, you do want to pay taxes because if you're not paying taxes, you're not growing. Exactly. Uh, and you're not exactly. making a big profit. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's the wrong kind of thinking. Um, it's probably folks who want to make a quick buck and don't really have um, a mission. You really have to have goals and a mission and a vision mm-hmm. for your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and the passion to go with it. Um, otherwise, you are not really, um, you know, helping yourself or helping other people. So uh, this is this is just great. Um, so uh, how many people uh, do you have working for you that help you? Um, you know, with your customers.
0: Yeah, we have a team of ten.
2: Oh wow, that's a, that's a big team. That's that's great because it seems like when did uh, you just started it? You've only been in business for a short time, right? Correct. Yeah, two years. Two years? Oh my goodness! Congratulations! Uh, that's that's just uh, I think that's just amazing. And so another thing that I noticed at your website. Was that you can service people long distance? It appears that you can do that. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, so we actually are a completely virtual firm. Uh, you know the things that make us different than other CPA firms or other accounting firms out there is that we are completely virtual, so our team is virtual, which means our service offerings can be done throughout the u s. We have ta- we have uh, clients. On the East Coast, we have clients, you know, in the Midwest, we have clients uh, that have operations in Europe and different states that they operate in, and we can provide that to them. Uh, The other thing is that we provide no hourly billing and we do unlimited consultations for our clients because, again, we want to have communication with them. We don't want them to feel stifled because they're unsure of what that's going to cost that question, Mm -hmm. you know, that lingering, like, if I buy this piece of equipment, is it going to hurt me? They tend to just do it because they don't want to call their CPA and deal with the invoice later on. So we just eliminated that altogether.
2: Yeah, that's that's really great. That's like um, in, in our office we have um, an, an IT consultant that supports the network. We're not big enough to need or have a requirement to have a full time person, but we engage him and he is available to support us anytime, night or day. Mm-hmm. And it's just been uh, a great experience doing business that way, having somebody that you know you can count on uh, during, and my employees can go to if they need help. So we're gonna take another quick break and we'll be right back on, okay? Okay, sounds good. All right. So today we're also being sponsored by, uh, oops, lost my sheet here. Today, uh, episode of Veteran Startup is brought to you by Publicize, a deconstructed PR subscription service which generates effective visibility for your business. Publicize offers your company dedicated account management to develop your insight into the world of PR and communication strategy, providing all the support you need. Check them out at publicize.co and tell them Carmen and Josh sent him Okay, we're back with Eric and Rebecca Casares, did I say that right? That's right. And they are the owners of Greenledgercpa.com and also ProAdvisorCPA.com. Uh, so this is uh, this is such an interesting model of business, and I just think it's just wonderful for um, entrepreneurs and and startup business. And that's what you have on your website as well, right? That that you, you have a focus uh, to support startups and small business. So have you ever gone outside of the small business? What would you consider a business that's outside of the small business?
0: Yeah, and that's a good question because, uh, unfortunately, the definition of a small business is a company with under 300 employees. And that that's a very large gap. Um, and also, if you look at different industries, you know, you could have a a technology startup with ten people, and you could be generating as much money as uh, you know a product company with a hundred people. And so the 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 term right, small business is very vague. Um, what I like to say is there is a range of companies that we are a good fit for. Really, it's the, the the owners, the founders, the decision makers who we're a good fit for. And typically, when they get to the point where they're too big, what that means is is they have an internal accounting department. They have, you know, 10 to 20 people and their entire function is, you know, the AP, the AR, the, the controlling, the, the finances and stuff like that. So at that point, they're probably pretty self-sufficient and what they really need is more of an external company and that's not what we offer.
1: We're an internal asset.
0: We're not an external company.
1: Okay. And what he means by that is we don't do external audits. So we are very much part of the integral team inside making business decisions. And if they've already got that set up and all they're looking for is an external auditor, then we're just not a good fit.
2: Right, right. It's like having your own little accounting team available to you, but that, but they don't need you. the The business owner doesn't need them full time. They just need access to people that can give him answers to his accounting questions or tax questions.
0: Absolutely correct. And and you know that's and that's kind of how a lot of different industries are are heading, and you know in that way. And something that's very beneficial, especially for companies that can't—maybe they can't afford a full-time CFO, or they can't afford a full-time finance person, or a full-time CPA on staff. Um, we have all those people on our staff, right? And and they—you know—you might only, as a business owner, you might only need them for an hour a month, or a couple hours a month but that's all you need, and it's really hard to just find someone to do that for you. Yes,
2: yeah, and and I can think of an example Um, on a quarterly basis. uh, My gal sometimes needs our CPA to review all the quarterlies. We work in multiple states, and, um, and so there's a lot of reporting going on, and that's a process that we feel more comfortable when our CPA can review that. So that's something Green Ledger CPA can do for customers uh correct and so that's,
0: yeah that that's correct and, and one thing we we it was in the very beginning it was a lot of um our experiences and then our customers and clients experiences and, and other people we've talked to was what they really want is a company that can scale with them you know it's great now let's say for example it's great now that we're using you for bookkeeping but what happens when we get you know a million dollars in funding next month and we need you for more than bookkeeping. We need you for payroll We need you for sales tax because now we're selling across state plans and we need you know tax help and all this stuff And then what if we want to get our business value? We, we need to understand the value of our business But now that we have a board so what we'll, now we have to provide Forecasting and some metrics and all these other things these these founders or these owners are thinking about and something that's that that we, did, we set up our business this way on purpose so that they, those kind of people in those kind of situations can be have a peace of mind knowing that if they're gonna scale and grow their business, we can support them all the way through and exit.
2: Yeah, they're not gonna help grow us. So you're doing payroll as well then? Uh, that's a yes. the service you provide? And, yes, absolutely. Okay, and uh, tell me, so when you, um, how do you communicate with your customers um, Particularly if they have to show documents to you. I mean, are you faxing them or uh, do you do we- uh, WebEx or how, did, how does that work? Um, I'm trying to visualize long distance because typically when I meet with my CPA, I, you know, take the papers to him and he's, he's come by our office. He's, he's kind of given us personal services sort of like yours which is really helpful so how do you do that in your model of business
0: sure and I think it's, it's interesting you mentioned faxing because I'm pretty sure that if I told our clients that we were going to start doing faxes they'd all fire us
2: <laughs> right so yeah I'm trying to see the the you know see how that's done I'm sure that our audience might be interested in, in finding out how you yes. do that yeah
0: yeah, and for us, the there, there's it's a very, communication is one of the most important uh, factors for what we do and for our, our company. And so there's two different, or there's a few different ways we communicate, right? And so the first way of communicating is, is just the, the taking away all the friction to get from you talking to your advisor, or you talking to your CPA, right? And so on that front, we are very open to, determining different forms of communication that work best for our clients so some of our clients are really happy with email some of them want just they want to pick up the phone and call you some of them really love slack so we'll put together a a specific slack team or slack channel just for that client Um, there's all these different forms of communication so we our goal is to take away any friction that would uh, that would uh, make it Difficult to communicate with us. We want it to be as easy as possible now on the other uh, form of communication that you're getting at is how do we transfer documents and and the, the secure and the all the you know Secure information that goes back and forth between us and our clients And so when it comes to that form of communication and data storage, we use a third-party uh, secure cloud platform that was specifically designed for companies in the accounting industry and so um, we will. They will have their own account, their own login, and that's where those the sensitive items will be stored. And they can have access to it twenty four seven, regardless of where they are.
2: And so, if if a business owner needs to send you a document, they would uh, upload it through the third party cloud software.
0: That's right. Like, like I said, they'll have their own account. So if they need to send us something, for example, they can put it up in there. Uh, we'll get notified, but they can also go ahead and just, let's say they're on Slack with us. They'll so come on Slack and say, hey, by the way, I've uploaded that document, so now you guys have it. And, okay. and it's easy. There we are. Oh,
2: okay. And so, so let's talk about um, your other business, ProAdvisorCPA.com. So you're running both of these, right? Correct. Yeah, so... Um yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, ProAdvisorCPA.com. So um, tell me about it.
1: So ProAdvisorCPA, as, as we t- talked about earlier, it, it evolved from the need that, a, that individuals wanted a similar service offering that Green Ledger CPA does for businesses. But since Green Ledger does not work with individuals, we decided to create a second company for that. It, the whole goal of that, is to help individuals with uh, that are in difficult transitions, whether they're coming from, you know, you know, once in income to married with children, kids in college, retirement, uh, you know, heavy investments, changes, moving, transitioning, you know, they're going to have uh, a lot of complicated tax consequences. And or they need a tax strategist on their team to help guide them throughout the year and not just at the end of the year, just preparing taxes. So it's really just about offering that service to individuals.
2: So um, do you have a tax attorney also in, in that business? Available? No, we don't.
1: Prov- no, we don't do legal advice. Uh, so the tax attorney isn't something that we require. We've got tax attorneys that we refer out to if there's a legal issue.
2: Okay, yeah, because the name says pro or CPA, and I know sometimes tax attorneys are involved in also you know planning financial planning so um okay and that's also one that you have people uh across the nation and um customers throughout the nation right it's also similar model as your green ledger cpa
1: yeah and that one's a newer uh business as well that one's really this is the first tax season that we're going to uh uh, have under proadvisor CPA so it's you know smaller in nature uh, we've got uh, you know a few individuals that help us out uh, for for that offering throughout the the US but it's the same model in terms of it's completely remote uh, we don't do hourly work either so everything that we provide whether it's proadvisor CPA client or green ledger CPA client we give you upfront pricing uh, so that you know exactly how much it's going to cost you to, to do what it is that you need.
2: So um, if you do that so you would maybe have different levels of service, right? Like let's say I need at least 10 hours a month, then that's one level or 20 hours a month. Would, Would that be correct to say that?
1: Not really, because it, that's more of a retainer model where you're paying again for hourly service, but oh, okay. it's based on I'm gonna bit, you know I'm gonna buy a block of 10 hours and when I use that up, I'll pay for 10 more.
2: Okay, This is
1: really about the different levels that individuals might need. So I've got individuals that they only need uh, June. they meet with me. They have a video chat or a phone call or in-person meeting depending on where they're located. And we go over year to date where their current tax situation is and we provide them with some tax strategy and tax planning for the rest of the year. And then we prepare their tax return at the end of the year. Uh, I've got some clients that wanna meet every quarter. And so it's really about how often we're meeting and exactly how how strenuous or how strategic they wanna be with their their taxes.
2: Mm, Okay, yeah so um so what are um, what are your plans for for the future just continue to grow both of those? seems like you guys uh, uh, Eric is very visionary um, but um, I just thought to ask because uh, that I think they're they're just uh, uh, really a great service in, in, in the sense of um, there's a, um, a discrete service offered by, by each one.
0: Yeah, and so uh, for Green Ledger CPA, obviously for both companies the goal is, is going to be to grow. Um, but for Green Ledger CPA, I would say it's more so to grow this company, but also to grow it in a very healthy manner. Um, we're not looking to hockey stick. Um, I don't think we're that type of company anyways, but the, we want to make sure that we have the right people and the right uh, capabilities in place for our growth so it'll be a very gradual growth and we're okay with that and we're okay with keeping the client number limited to make sure that you know we we can meet one of our goals and one of those goals is to make sure each one of our Korean Ledger CPA clients feels like they're our only client and so we don't want to grow and outside of that characteristic um, and then with ProAdvisor CPA that one is it's, it's really just it's not going to be a, a company that we're, we're trying to make into a large entity. It's gonna be a, only a certain amount of clients per year and that's it, just a, a minimum amount of people who we can really provide, or Rebecca and her team can provide um, a very high quality of service without you know damaging that fact. However, with ProAdvisor CPA, there is in the future what we're looking for is we would like to find other individuals, other CPAs who are seeking to run their own company but don't know how and don't really know how to do the, the the business side of things and who are willing to partner with a brand like ProAdvisor CPA. And it would be great to see someone have their own ProAdvisor CPA in Dallas, and a ProAdvisor CPA in New York, and a ProAdvisor CPA somewhere else. So um, in oh, regards so to that, that, that would oh, be a great...
2: Almost like franchising. Correct.
1: Similar, yeah. I mean, there's, there's legal
2: issues uh, with franchising but that, that's exactly right it's, just, it's very similar to that right. oh that's, that's wonderful I think that's a great uh, vision for them Eric and Rebecca I'm going to take another quick break and it will be the last break um, um, so hold on just a minute and we'll be right back to uh, finish off uh, we, we never finish off your story but just to um, do the last 15 minutes Uh, Today's episode of Veterans Founder is brought to you by Ruby's. At Ruby's, they've mastered the art of turning uh, phone rings into relationships. Their team of remote receptionists answer all of your calls live as if they were right there in your office. And with Ruby's mobile app, you easily control just how they screen, transfer, and take your message. So we're back with Rebecca and Eric, and uh, they're the founders of GreenLedgerCPA.com and ProAdvisorCPA.com. So um, these two uh, businesses are, it just seems like uh, you're going to have great success with the ProAdvisor CPA as well since it appears that with GreenLedger.CPA.com it's grown that fast. And so I want to go back and ask you some questions. Now, the vision for the business was... It it seems like it was a joint vision, right? Because Rebecca, you said you would do pillow talk with Eric, and then Eric was um, the visionary and knew how to, you know, uh, do a business. There's so many aspects of running a business. Earlier, you mentioned that you know there's a lot of you know people that are real. Uh, professionals and experts you know they could be an expert at the field they do but they're not really good at managing a business so how did how did that come about um, uh, did you you knew you were unhappy Rebecca about and you know not unhappy but you saw like kind of a hole in the industry while you were working at the big CPA firms or accounting firms, and then the how did the desire come? I guess you know how the 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 you know how you think about thing and you you say okay yeah it'd be great to do this but then you kind of stuff that, and then then sometimes uh, some people um, don't do it at all but then other people step out and you know have the courage to do it.
1: Yeah. So honestly, I never considered myself the traditional or normal business owner. I I never really saw myself as one. And so I did see a lot of issues. I just figured I would be able to solve them with the right company that I was employed by. When I moved or when we moved from Florida to California, uh, I was there for six to eight months. And it was I struggled to find the right company, the right fit. And it was uh, Eric was encouraging me to start on my own. I ended up, uh, you know, just just happenstance, got a couple of clients that I was freelancing with, and he was really encouraging me to take a step of faith and get out there and start my own company. So that was what I did with NCSD Tax Professionals. But in terms of like really seeing the vision to start my own company, I think there's a lot of misconception of. You have to have this entrepreneurial spirit, and you have to be this this type of person. Otherwise, it won't work. And that's just not true. Anyone can start, grow, and scale a true business. Uh, they just have to be, you know, clear about their mission, clear about what they're doing, and really work hard, harder than anyone else out there doing the same thing, in order for it to grow. When I knew that Eric and I could work together, I knew that he would provide uh, a lot of valuable asset to the company, but I wasn't for the sake of our marriage going to force it on him. Mm -hmm. It took, it took him about six months uh, of me doing it on my own for him to wake up one day and just say, Hey, you know what? I think that this will be a great thing. He was similarly looking for uh, a co-founder to grow something else and get into something bigger And it was kind of a stale point for him. And I was also struggling to do a lot of the sales, marketing, business development because I was so focused on, you know, client, you know, customer service. So we really both were looking for the same thing and other people. And it just made a lot of sense for us to join efforts.
2: So you had that aha moment. So uh, that's that's great. Yeah, I I wasn't sure if it was... So, Eric, you just kind of saw the potential in and decided you're going to join forces with your wife.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. And I guess I didn't know what to expect when I was encouraging her to start her own thing. Um, but I also wasn't expecting it to gain traffic so quickly. And so when I saw how quickly she was, she was gaining her traffic with what she was doing, I, I knew that, um, you know, teaming up, we could do that a lot better more efficiently and be a lot more clear about um what we're trying to accomplish as a as a as a business instead of just um you know a freelancer with good intentions
2: yeah that's that's you're you you were her cheerleader and 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 then you stepped in and now uh it's it's just like magic working together huh so, the secret sauce. So, I, I love it. I love your story. And I'm sure, you know, it hasn't been easy. And, and you know, have you encountered difficulties with I- each other? No, not with each other, but just, you know, launching a business is, is not as easy as it looks, and it's a lot of hard work. But, you know, I just say that because you've been successful in a short period of time, but I'm sure it hasn't been easy. Either you've double-timed on work or, you know, hard work getting it up and going
0: yeah and that's a it's an interesting question um you know have you gone through difficulties Uh, i would relate that back to when i was in the military as a green beret and you could go through different scenarios of was it difficult going through selection was it difficult going through the q course was it difficult going through dive school and it's and it's like yes of course it's difficult but you know just because something's hard doesn't mean you give up or you quit or you stop and um you know and and there's always, there's always room to grow. There's always things that you don't know. There's always something to learn. There's always someone better than you. Um, there's these certain little, these little, um, uh, things like that, 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 that once you understand that, um, we we call that, you know, mental strength. And so something that we would say is, is selection is, is, I forget what the numbers were. It's like 80% mental and 20% Twenty percent physical or something like that, and I think running a business is very similar. Mm-hmm. It's more of a mental. Uh, how strong are you mentally? You know, are you are you willing to work hard, and are you willing to work hard enough to get to where you're trying to go, or mm-hmm. to just order to meet the goals you're trying to meet? You know? And so I think, um, in many cases, uh, in business in general, if you look around at the people who succeeded and the people who failed, um, in one way you could say. The people who succeed just have maybe they are have a stronger mental capacity
2: mm-hmm. oh that's that's an excellent point and i'm glad you share that because usually i like to uh ask the question if if our um if there's a takeaway that you want to share with the audience um are you still on Earth? Yeah, we're yep. still here. Okay, yep. okay. I just want to make sure. Well, you know, it's been a, a wonderful story to hear about your company. Can you um, tell the audience where they can find you?
0: Sure. Yeah. If if you own a business and you're and you have a company and you're looking for uh, the you know this types of services or the type of uh, team that we uh, had talked about throughout the episode, you can find us at www.greenledgercpa.com You can also reach us at info at greenledgercpa.com via email or you can call our, our number. It's uh, 408-273-7819 and then if you are interested in uh, the individual tax services, you can find us at uh, www.proadvisorcpa.com um, and, and the same for the email is info at proadvisorcpa.com Com. And then the, the phone number for that, if someone's interested, and
2: they want to call us, 209-389-3322. Wonderful. Thank you, Eric and Rebecca. I think you have such a valuable service, and um, I even have ideas that I'll share with you later um, in terms of um, reaching out to other people. Uh, entrepreneurs and business owners. So um, thank you again. And you've been listening today to Startup Radio Network, the network that brings inspiration and education to startups and entrepreneurs around the globe. Tune in again next week and every Friday at 1 p.m. where you can listen, learn, and get inspired. Thank you. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen. Learn